We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday. It is October 13th. It's 2021. And uh, we're going to talk some Thursday night football and um, some prize picks. And anytime we're going to talk some prize picks, we got to bring the man on, Will Priester, Chief Justice of Six. What's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Uh, glad to come on. You know, anytime I can, you know, talk about prize picks or prop sites in general I'm, i get real excited so thanks a bunch man for bringing me on for this one and uh let's see if we can hook up the people of course you know my video will be out um i guess either sometime between tomorrow afternoon and thursday morning whenever they get it up but i'll have it into them and it, it's it's going to be fun Yes, uh, make sure you guys check that out. Also, uh, Food for Thought, Week 6, Luch and Chief. Um, that's up on the podcast page here at Rotogrinders. Make sure you guys are checking that out. They're doing a phenomenal job having fun over there with that podcast. And, um, I mean, yeah, I like to support my dudes. And yeah, um, Chief is my dude. So, 
not saying Luch isn't, but Chief is my dude. Let, let's just—I mean, there's nobody like snacks. Am I? Am I right, Will? <laughs> the correct inside joke. Uh, that's how you know we got something good going here. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, we're gonna talk Thursday night football. We're gonna have some fun with it. Um, I mean, you know, it is. I mean, it sets up as a fun game, right? It, it's Tampa and Philly. It's 52 and a half total and Tampa's favored by seven. We have, before we get into the game itself, I just want to talk about a few things here, right? Tom Brady expected to play thumb injury, something we're going to be watching. Chris Godwin ankle slash knee. That's something to really pay attention to. And Gronk with the ribs. It does not sound like Gronk's going to play this week. Um, hasn't returned to practice yet. I mean, if you're Tampa, you're probably on the safe side of Gronk playing at this point in the season. And then on the Philly side, Goddard um, tested positive on Tuesday. And with the timetable this week, he is vaccinated, but he has to do two negative tests within 24 hours apart from each other. There's no way this dude's playing Thursday. Um, So... We'll talk about that on the Philly side when we get there. But, I mean, Zach Ertz is going to be very popular this week uh, for a lot of good reasons. So, all right, let's uh, let's start with the Tampa side of things. I mean, the Philly defense, um, they're not a terrible defense, but this Tampa offense is just phenomenal. With not with, – with projected not to get Gronk here, I mean, obviously Chris Godwin news is huge because if if Chris Godwin were to sit here, Evans and Brown, who are already good plays, become even better plays. Um, Talk to me about Tampa. Yeah, man. I mean, when you look at this team, I I think the big thing for me, Stevie, that kind of stands out is outside of the wide receivers, uh, Leonard Fournette is going to get some work in this offense. Like they seem to have just kind of mostly given him the keys at running back. And while that may not seem, I guess, as significant in terms of, of the workload, I mean, he's, it's, it's pretty, it's his backfield now. And so I think that's something I'm actually most excited about because I feel like at least we've got some, something solid in that part of the game. Um, I, I do think Tom Brady will continue to push the ball down the field. I mean, this offense, I mean, it, it's high powered in terms of, uh, you know, their identity. Uh, they're seven, you know, they, on, on the season, they're seventy-two percent pass, twenty-seven percent run. Uh, this team wants to put the ball in the air, and I'm not surprised because you know, you look at the coach, no risk it, no biscuit. Uh, you know, with Bruce Arians, I think this this is going to continue to be this team's identity for that reason. You know, one of these receivers is probably going to tee off. If if you're saying Chris Godwin is out, Antonio Brown's going to have a field day. I, I mean, a field day. This is going to be like Ben to Antonio Brown from Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, even if you look at uh, just the last game, you know, he had seven targets, five catches, 121 yards. Uh, imagine if that goes up to 10 to 12 targets. I mean, we could be looking at slate-breaking performance here. Um do want to get this Godwin news, but even still Antonio Brown is still a favorite target. Yeah. I mean, the news obviously is going to play a huge role 
in you know Godwin. If Godwin sits, I really like Tyler Johnson at fifteen hundred bucks over there on DraftKings. Um, I think he gets three to five targets, and if he does anything at fifteen hundred bucks, um, it just opens up the rest of your lineup. There's plenty of options on the slate to pay up for. I mean, and he will play. We yeah. saw that last year when somebody was out and he came in. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just look at it too, and you're like, these are two quarterbacks you want to play. You know, some shutdown slates are like, ah, quarterbacks. You know. They're all right, but like these are two quarterbacks you want to play. Jalen Hurts has a ceiling for rushing, and Tom Brady is just chucking touchdowns on everybody. Um, I mean, he has 15 touchdowns in five games, so with only two picks. Yeah, I mean, even even if you and then speaking of Jalen Hurts, even if you look at last week against Carolina, I mean, just frustrating game for for me as a fan. But I mean, the guy only had 198 yards passing, but he had nine rushing attempts for 30 yards and two touchdowns and, you know, came out of there with 23 fantasy points. Like that's, that's the advantage of having a guy that can get it done with his legs. It just immensely increases the floor, even when the passing yards aren't there. Uh, But outside of that on the Tampa side, obviously like Evans and Brown, um, I'm with you on Fournette. I think he's the clear running back right now. I would play Giovanni Bernard before I'd play Ronald Jones at this point. Um, I think if it's a close game, I think like if you're the contrarian game script build would be Philly getting out to an early lead on Tampa, because I think everyone's going to play Tampa getting out to an early lead on Philly game script. I I just think like, I mean, it's, it's showdown. It's Thursday night football. It's a short week. It's a thumb injury for Brady. You never know. So I think the contrarian build is, Getting some Giovanni Bernard, um, I mean, get some Fournette too because they've shown that they'll use him in the passing game. I'm not saying fade Fournette by any means. I'm saying Giovanni Bernard is going to be a guy, if they're trailing, that is going to get some looks. Um, so, I mean, he's going to play like a James White role in, in what we used to see in New England. Like, look back at that Rams game week three. Um you know, he returned last week, but week three he had nine catches. Um, so you can see big things from Giovanni Bernard um, in this offense if you build a contrarian game script. Going to the Philly side of this game, I mean, you cannot run the ball on Tampa. They have one of, if not the best, run defense in football. So Miles Sanders is really cheap. He is really, really cheap, and he has not had a big game since week one and i wouldn't even call that a big game yeah so i mean i think he's he's somewhat interesting here but i mean they've made it very clear in games that they're trailing and they're not controlling kenneth gainwell is going to be involved in the in the passing game so um talk to me what are you looking at here when it comes to philly um i think the main thing for me is you know it's these it's these wide receivers man like you know, which one of these guys, like Devontae Smith is 8,800. Last week he had eight targets. The week before that, 10 targets, six, seven, eight. Like, I, Devontae Smith is the guy. So, you know, for me, I, I, I think he's big time in play here because he's going to be on the field. I mean, if you look at the, the distribution of it all, uh, he's on the field 90% of the time, Stevie. I, I mean, I, I can't. I just can't overlook that. So I think he's 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 the big target of mine. 
And that I think if you want to go big playability here, uh, this isn't a secret, but everybody knows at this point that Quez Watkins is a guy that can, you know, really get behind the defense. He's a high upside play, hasn't had any touchdowns yet, but you got to think, Steve, if he keeps popping these big plays, at some point it's going to come. Like, so if you look at these games, like out of the past five weeks, He's had a 91-yard uh, reception, a 41-yard reception, and a 53-yard reception. At some point, Stevie, the, the big touchdown is coming, almost like a Deshaun Jackson type. And when that does, uh, you know, he's going to be squarely in place. So, you know, he's a guy I'm almost thinking about, you know, uh, not in terms of captain. Uh, and he probably won't be sneaky, but, like, if it's one of those 4-2 builds on DraftKings – He's definitely a guy I'm thinking about getting in with my Eagles version of the Eagles for uh, uh, Buccaneers too. I like, I mean, if, if you're building, you're building that like Eagles two type builds, I probably almost all will go pass catchers um, in those type of builds. I mean, Zach Ertz is a phenomenal play here. But I think the guy that could be like a, a super big difference maker is Rager. I mean, this is a guy that's super talented. Hasn't always shown it. Um, but, I mean, this is a guy that, like, you know, you were talking about, like, Watkins getting behind the defense. Rager can, too. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to be playing – all four of these guys, Ertz, Rhaegar, Watkins, Smith. I think Smith's the best play. Um, but, I mean, I won't, uh, maybe Ertz is the best play if we consider price. Um, because, obviously, Ertz was not priced <laughs> with this news. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I mean, Ertz is going to be really, really popular. If you want to get contrarian, just fade Ertz. Um I don't know if you play. You can get some Ertz captain and then no, I literally will get, stack it up. I mean, I played Andrews captain on Monday Night Football, and it worked out phenomenally. Um, oh, yeah. So I just – Jack Stoll is 300 bucks. I might even roll him out on a couple teams if he's active because they do so much with tight ends just in general. And, I mean, I don't know. It's a short week, though. So, I don't know how much time they will really have to prepare. Um, I think that's why Watkins and Rigger are so interesting as, like, secondary options. Smith is the clear option, number one here. Maybe behind Ertz. But, yeah, I mean, the running game, I don't love the running game, Will. Um, I, like, I, I could even see, like, in a cash build here. And, like, you play more cash than me. But... I could see going Zachert's captain in a cash build on this slate just because of his price. You can play, I mean, you could play Brady and Hertz in that build with one of the top Tampa Bay wide receivers. Say you go like Antonio Brown and you still have a ton of money left over. Yeah. How, how popular do you think that's going to be? That's just going to be really popular. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like, in a in a cash format type of build, I think even in tournaments you can take shots on Ertz because people love playing 
quarterbacks and captain. And that usually takes like 20 to 30% of the field and captain as, as far as that is concerned. But I think, I mean, I think it's a super interesting slate as far as like slate IQ is concerned. Like I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to be checking slate IQ on Thursday. I'm really interested to see like how much leverage is in four, two and how much leverage is in playing like a tight end or a running back. Even like this might be one of those slates. You like throw a Fournette captain in there um, and hope Brady doesn't have like a monster game. And Fournette has a really solid game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is like you said, you talked with slate IQ. This is definitely one of those spots. I just kind of want to take a look at it and see kind of how the numbers come out. You know, it it definitely probably feel it's going to come out four two, but just is it wide receiver one in there? Is it RB one? Like, what's kind of the because we know that quarterback typically isn't optimal typically. So how you know what what's going to be the version that comes out for us, uh, and how does it work? You know, on the last slate IQ, it was RB one was kind of one of the optimal ones, uh, and and of course you know. Jonathan Taylor kind of popped everybody for a few couple big screen plays. And, and that that's really what got one big t- screen play miss tackle nonsense. Anyway, keep going. I'm sorry. And, and, and don't even get me tilted on that because uh, I, I, I took the over on the rushing yards at like 56 and a half and he got 57 yards in the fourth quarter. Uh, and then they handed him the ball again, back to back right after he got over. And then they hit him in the backfield for a loss of three yards. And that took away the over. You talk about pain. Uh, sucks. And he didn't get any more rushing attempts the rest of the game because, you know, Baltimore got the ball back and then they got it back in overtime and just, just terrible. But, uh, but at any rate, you know, I, I think we're going to see some four two definitely want to put the wide receiver uh, in the captain. I think that's how it's going to come out, but we shall see. All right, let's uh prize picks it up here. Thursday night football. We went one for two last week. We were so close for going two for two, if I remember correctly. Um, Will's pick missed, just throwing it out there. <laughs> um, it was probably my pick. I don't know. Um well what ended up happening? To, I was delaying because I'm trying to scroll. Oh, yeah, I took Cooper Cup over. Russell Wilson got hurt and it it messed up right. my pick. Yeah, but but that's really all it was because Russell. I know going he was going to cruise to two seventy. Oh my gosh! I mean, and uh, I mean that that that's what happened. I basically in my in my video I got them both right and Russ got hurt this week on Sunday. My main build, Daniel Jones got hurt. Well, I don't. Every- I don't even want to get into last weekend's football slate. I was so overweight <laughs> on the Giants. Like, Jeez, I had so man. much Jones and Barkley. I, it was one of the worst football days well, I've had in a long time. So, I'll at least give you my main bill, which was crazy. Or one of my main bills for that game, it was Dak over, CD, Dak over passing, CeeDee Lamb over rushing. I mean, over receiving. I had um, – um, Daryl Williams over rushing yards, and then I had um, Danny over, of course, like 270. And he was at 98 yards, like I felt comfortable that he would get there. Oh, no, I had Kadarius Tony over, sorry, Kadarius Tony over 51 and a half. And everybody just kind of crushed their total. And then Danny Dimes is sitting there, and it's not his fault. I mean, he had a concussion, 
clear a clear concussion, might we add. Not one of those runoff, check you come back. I mean, the guy was stumbling around. Nothing, nothing we could do. And so at any rate, let's see if we can give the people some winners this week. All right. Um, we're just going to kind of go through everything and then we'll get back and uh, we'll do a two for two like we did last week. Um, Will will give his pick. I'll give my pick. And um, let's just do like a general breakdown here of what we're looking at. We're just going to look at Thursday. Um, Will will have plenty of stuff up. You know, Grant and I will talk about a lot of stuff on the, the football podcast on Thursday. Oh, fun, too. Like, we're going to do the football podcast on Thursday this week. I'm going to have Meansy on Friday. Um, we're going to talk some NBA. We're going to talk about some offseason NBA, what to look for in NBA in general. Uh, so I'm super excited to have Meansy on Friday. If you have any questions uh, for Meansy or myself as far as NBA goes, Hit us up on Twitter, and uh, we'll try to answer those on Friday's podcast. Um, try to get them in, because we might record um, Thursday, not Friday morning. All right, Thursday Night Football, Will. We got Brady over 301.5 pass yards. Hurts over 280.5 pass yards. Um, either of these just kind of jumping off the board to you, or do you think they're kind of right? I, I think they're close enough. Um, and, and the reason why I say that is because, you know, Hurts at 280. I know he's facing uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, that's the, I mean, that that's a close one for me uh, because it's kind of – I think he's been under that two games this season out of the five, if I'm not mistaken. Each of them have hit the over three out of five, both of them. Yeah, yeah. So, um you got to think Hurst is going to have to throw the ball because they won't be able to run the ball. Not, not very much. So uh, I, I feel better about Hurts. I think, and I feel good about Brady too. I just think with maybe the thumb and Leonard Fournette, possibly, you know, picking up a few touches, if, if the thumb is a problem, maybe he doesn't have to sling it as much, like just maybe, uh, but I mean, with the amount of times he's throwing the ball, I mean, he's averaging about 47 passes a game right now between the 50 in Dallas, the 55 in LA, the 43 in New England and the 41 in Miami. I mean, if he's going to throw the ball 42 to 45 times, God, it almost feels like you have to take the over at 301. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think both of these are pretty close. Um, they're like jumping out. To me, I don't think I'd take the under on either one, but I don't know if I'd go all in on either one of these. Um, I would definitely mix and match these. Um, most showdown slates, um, I try to mix and match. So let's go to rushing. Um, we got Tom Brady over one and a half. He's done that four out of five games this season, but most of those games he gets one rushing attempt. So you're you're sweating that one out. Um, Jalen Hurts over 13 against Miami in one attempt, by the way. Yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> Miami is trash, and I can say that I'm a Dolphins fan. Uh, Jalen Hurts over 45 and a half, Sanders over 30 and a half, Fournette over 61 and a half, and then Gainwell over 14 and a half. Um, a lot of interesting ones here. I like the Fournette one, um, over 61 and a half. I just ever since he's kind of taken over. And Ben the man, he's kind of been the man. Um, but I mean, it's still Tampa. They still have three guys. So 
Again, I don't think that's one that I would lock in, but I mean, I definitely like the over a 61 and a half for Fournette. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think I like the over two. The main thing is for me is just volume, right? I mean, if, if he's going to get 15 to 20 carries, you know, eventually we got to feel like he's going to pop one. Like we haven't seen Lenny pop one yet. Uh, I definitely think it's in the cards. I'm actually going to give out a fairly interesting one today, Stevie. One that we probably uh, wouldn't necessarily kind of hone in on a lot. But I think this one is important. This is one I feel like I may need to just get on now um, and, and, and see what happens. But in terms of uh, this team, I got to think they go to Mike Evans in the red zone here. If Chris Godwin is out, I like this over uh, a receiving touchdown for Mike Evans. Sitting at a half, big target. Uh, if you pull up Gridiron IQ, you know, if you, and, and this is a tool that you're going to get with premium. Uh, if you're pulling that up, you know, you can kind of see where, where the high value targets are. Uh, hasn't had it as many as, as we think in, you know, in terms of the last, la- the, the last season, but he's had two inside the 10, two inside the five, uh, and nobody else has really had that outside of Gronk. So, uh, you know, Chris Gomez had one and, and, and one. So I, I, I like the opportunity for him to possibly catch a touchdown in this game if they get inside the the 10-yard line or anywhere within it. So I, I like that one as a sneaky one. And then my main one, uh, I think I'm going to take Tom Brady over 25 and a half completions. He's just throwing the ball so much right now, Stevie. I mean, it's insane. You know, if a guy, like I said, if he's going to throw it about 45 times, each of the games he's gone over 300 yards, he's had 32 completions, 41 completions, 30 completions. If we think he's going over 300, I like the completions angle. That's absolutely one of my favorites. Tom Brady, over 25 and a half completions. Is that what we're locking in for our um, locking your, it in. your pick? Yes. Locking All right. In. Mine's a little unorthodox. We're going to sweat mine a little bit this week, Will. Um, I got okay. your overlocked in, but we're going to sweat mine a little bit. And just let's go along on this ride, folks. We're going to go along on this ride. I'm going to take Quez Watkins, um, 35 and a half receiving yards. I'm going to take the over. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Stevie, I like that. No, I do too. I like it a lot. I mean, he out-snapped Rager last week. No Goddard this week. I'm going to take the over. I mean, Philly's going to have to throw the ball in this game. I think this climbs. I I really do. I think this climbs – I wouldn't be shocked if it gets to 40 by the end of the, by the end of Thursday night lock. That's what I had it. 39 and a half, 40 and a half for sure. For sure. Um, And look, and here's the thing too, Stevie, I think that, you know, in terms of of prop play, like last night we had Paris Campbell at 19 and a half receiving yards over under pretty much everywhere across the board, 19 and a half to 20 and a half. And it's just snaps were picking up targets were picking up a little bit. And then we saw last night, he just goes out and catches, you know, four or five balls for 50 yards. It's like, you know, you have to start identifying that. And I do feel like, Stevie, that this Quez Watkins uh, investment is is pretty pretty close for a team that's not going to be able to run the ball well. I, I love this. I love it. Yeah, I mean, like, we're already seeing it 
in more most sports books um we're already seeing it in most sports books at 39 and a half FanDuel has it at 38 but points bet a, a bunch of them have it at 39 and a half already so this is where we're gonna kind of jump on the fantasy props game a little bit and I'm like I said I think this goes up to at least 40 because now everybody's gonna jump on our two for two you know we're gonna ride this <laughs> this two for two train and um yeah, man, I I like this one. I really do. I think that I like our two for two this week. I mean, I liked it last week. Russ doesn't get hurt. We get our easy two for two. Uh, Cooper Cup had me sweating there a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's get this two for two. If you haven't checked out Prize Picks, I mean, I love what they're doing over there. Fantasy props game. They got disc golf, which you know everybody knows by now. Um, I love me some. Love me some disc golf um, pro tour event this weekend. I think it's going to be super random, so I probably won't be playing prize picks fantasy this weekend. Yes. Um, too much, too many variables uh, this week. But yeah, anyway, if you haven't checked out, make sure you head on over to prize picks. Use promo code grinders, um, 100% deposit bonus or match, deposit match up to 100 bucks. So check them out. Again, love what they're doing over there on uh, Prize Pick. So I got our I got our two for two locked in. Probably, honestly, end up with doing um, a few more by the end of the week. But um, I just I want to jump on this Watkins and I want to take this over. Um, I'm doing a power play this week, Will. I have a I have confidence in us this week. I'm bouncing yes. back from the flex. I'm gonna do a power play this week, and uh, let's see what happens. So um that's really it that's all we got today um your braves won my red Sox won that would be a fun world series um let's, a lot of snack it. talk would be exchanged in text messages if the braves and the red Sox <laughs> made the world series listen let's get it man S- send it on down send yeah i mean just getting there down. we got to beat houston um that's gonna be a great series atlanta's i mean I think if you're an Atlanta fan, Will, as you are, I think you're super heavily rooting for the Giants. I mean, the Dodgers are scary. And, and like, I think the Giants are a really good team. Obviously, we've talked about them all year. But the Dodgers are scary. (laughs) Yeah. They can put up 10 runs in an inning. Not saying the Giants can't, but, I mean, it's it's crazy. So, Um, all right, man. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, sir. I am good, man. Let's – Let's have a good time. All right. It's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow, breaking down the main slate, 10-game main slate NFL this week. Again, if you haven't checked out Food for Thought, make sure you head on over there, check that out. First Look Pod with Luch and Chief. Uh, It's up, and um, check it out. That's it. See you guys on Thursday.